Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Before we start, can we ask one thing? 74% of you that watch this channel frequently do not subscribe. If you've enjoyed our videos, please could you do me a favor and hit the subscribe button? It helps this channel more than you know, and the bigger the channel gets, the bigger the learning gets. Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Jonathan Herbs is the host of the Business Focus Podcast. He is a strategic advisor, coach, and mentor to entrepreneurial business owners, CEOs, and senior executives. In this podcast, he chats with entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs of scaling companies. It centers around their entrepreneurial journey so far and their aspirations for their companies. So today I'm speaking to, um, I hope I'll get the right pronunciation right here, but Pascal Heliamoray. Is that right, Pascal? Absolutely perfect. Well done. Thank you. And Pascal is founder and CEO of Super Rewards. So, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for the opportunity. I look forward to it. So tell me, Super Rewards, um, what do you do and how long have you been doing it? Right. So Super Rewards has been around for three years and Super Rewards is a platform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super Rewards is a platform where you earn super with your everyday spend. So you join Super Rewards. It's free to join. And then when you shop at any of our 500 retailers, uh, online retailers, or any of our 800 in-store retailers, the retailer pays a portion of your purchase into your superannuation. Fabulous. That's it. So we, we're lucky enough um, to have some really amazing brand names. So for our online retailers, we have groups like um, Apple, eBay, Catch, Big W, uh, BWS, Virgin, Luxury Escapes, Booking.com uh, as, as a few um, amongst them. And then for our uh, in-store retailers, we have any number of coffee shops and dry cleaners and pharmacies and, and so on. So the vision is really that no matter what you do in your online or your ev- everyday physical activity, you, you know, through the process of living life and, you know, coordinating the household and running errands and so on, that you're rewarded for your time and effort doing so by through contributions to your super. So, for example, if let's say I spent, as I did the other day, $200 at the Iconic, um, the Iconic is paying $6 into my super rewards account. And then that $6 plus any other rewards, rewards I've accrued will be transferred to my individual super account. So we pay Super Rewards pays into any super account in Australia, even including SMSFs. I think I've asked that question. Um, I wish I'd known about you three months ago before I did, did, the, did the... All the Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the luxury escapes. That I, I took the family of all the room. That was the last month on the luxury escapes. Oh, oh fantastic. Fantastic. Well, next time. Next time. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, so 2018, um, it's been an interesting journey for you. Yeah. Um. So we've all been through COVID. Some of the actions that you took um, during COVID that have, st- that have stuck with the business going forward. Well, it's really interesting you, uh, as a question because we were, uh, even you know, pre-pandemic, wow. we, were, we all worked from home. Um, so we actually were ahead of the curve <laughs> and ready for when COVID hit. Um, but what we have, what we did during COVID is that... Um, during lockdown one, is that we um, instigated like a the equivalent of a, a bar tab with a um, a psychologist because uh-huh. we could, see, yeah, and so we could see that you know staff were struggling either, 
you know, gosh, and, and COVID was different for everyone, right? So some people who lived alone, um, you know, were really struggling um, from a social perspective. Others amongst us who have, you know, quite a few children among us, like couldn't, couldn't escape the kids, right? So every everyone was trying to cope with it in their own different way. So uh, what we did, we reached out to a, a psychology practice and we essentially put quite a couple of thousand dollars behind the bar, as it were, and any of our team members could, you know, confidentially talk to their psychologist um, in their own time and talk about, you know, what their stresses were, et cetera, et cetera, as a result of the pandemic. And that's something that we're, we've uh, kept going even after the pandemic. What a great idea. Yeah, well, we we just wanted to be able to support the the team, right? Because we're a small, but perfectly formed team. But you know, this was this extra layer on everyone, and you know, we're some of us know each other better than others. But it it's it's true to say that not everyone feels comfortable sticking up your hand and saying, "Oh, I'm struggling mentally." So we just wanted them to know that they had that access and that support and that resource available to them. Great, great idea. That's interesting. We're, we're dealing with some grief in our family uh, right now, and I'm encouraging my wife and her sisters to to, to reach out, reach out for some counsel. And it's um, I'm really hoping they do because I found in in the past I found it extraordinary with a particular grief grief issue I had. But congratulations. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So it's been quite a you know you talk about the um the, the your partners. It's been it's quite a significant growth from the kickoff of 2018. Well, we we actually we started the company in 2018, but we actually went live to market in uh, end of 2019. So hence the three year uh, anniversary. Um, and yeah, it, there has been significant growth. I mean, when we started, you, you might laugh when you hear this. We we were had uh, online retailers only, and we had 100 of them. And now here we are with we're, we're actually nudging 550 at the moment for the online retailers. Um, and the uh, the adoption by the retailers was so much so that we actually had to redesign our platform because we just hadn't anticipated that that uh, rapid you know the rapidness of of the growth, um, and so that that was quite a big undertaking. Um, but, but I think we really resonated with retailers because they understand that it's eighty percent um, of all household purchasing decisions are made by women. Now. Super Awards is designed for women, yes, but we are open to any gender um, because there's lots of low-income earning men um, out there as well. So I think the retailers saw, they understood our proposition. We had this nice ESG uh, aspect to us. Um, and they, because we were the first to market and uh, being able to pay to any uh, super account and we had the um, you know, the correct representation. We work as a corporate authorised rep under an Australian financial services licence. They felt, I, I think, comfortable that, you know, if, if Jonathan earned $6 on his iconic purchase, that that $6 would make it to him. Um, and I have to say, for anybody that has uh, had anything to, to do with um, AXI Capra with licences like that, I'm, I'm the director of Superannuation Super Fund. Oh, okay. Oh, how hard what you just said. Um, how hard it was to put it in place. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, it was, and and actually, it's a it's a very relevant point because when we were trying to get all this off the ground conceptually, etc., this was directly after the Royal Commission, right? So AFSLs, which you know, yeah. they used to be found in on the back of a cornflakes packet, but you know, 
<laughs> it was certainly there was a lot. It was a lot easier by the time we came along and and, and tried to get that license. It it was difficult. It was difficult, difficult, difficult. And the um the insurance side, my God, can you imagine <laughs> post royal commission? This this new business going, hey. We want to help people grow their super through shopping. And the insurers were like, oh my God, hold the phone. So that was that was definitely very, very challenging. But um I think it's just it was really it was really important for us. And I think it's really important for our users as well, because um the you know, for a period of time, we are the custodians of people's retirement monies. Right. And that's a pretty serious responsibility. So we have all sorts of um, checks and balances in place. We have a rigorous, um, you know, sign off and ledger reconciliation process every month with the rewards. The the monies that the Iconic pays, for example, they go into a separate um, trust account, which we do not operate. We we view, but we, we do not operate. And from a, uh, a, a, a due diligence perspective, um, it's only once our AFSL provider has done the checks and balances, made sure that Jonathan has his six dollars, um, that we as a business are paid. Yep. So you know that should provide great comfort to to anyone using the service. And I should say, having done a bit of research on Pascal, when you when you look. Um, a very, very well qualified and uh, experienced to actually run a business like this. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, it's you know, it's uh, we we want to make sure that you know people get what they think they're getting. Right. <laughs> so, wait, what does the future look like, and what do you see as your main challenges going forward? Um, the future looks like growth for us, um, and that is also our our biggest challenge. Um, it's fun, it's, you know, super like this is the easiest way to earn super you know don't have to be in the workforce right um it doesn't matter male or female um all, all that i need to do is just make sure that i buy through a super awards retailer right um and so but despite this being the easiest quickest most practical way to add to your super um just the concept of super for most people is it's as sexy as a dead fish, right? Yeah. So, um, um, and so getting people excited about their super and and you know committing to um, just tweaking their behaviour um, to in order to enter their super is uh, probably our greatest challenge. Um, what we what we have developed is a, a SaaS strategy where we partner with the super funds, and. That has proven very effective for us, but the challenge with the super funds as a cohort themselves is that everything moves incredibly slowly, incredibly slowly. And there's, you know, any number of reasons for that. I mean, we have seen in the super. We'll call, we'll call it the trustee and the administrators. <laughs> you said it, not me. Okay. <laughs> Um, but it is simply, you know, there's there's no urgency, right? Everything's off in 20, 25, 30, 30 years. Um, and, of course, it's been this incredible period of consolidate, like mergers and consolidation. So, um, but what we do see, and the, the really uh, interesting thing for us is that 
when we see one of those uh, fund partnerships um, come to fruition and they do, you know, what they say they're going to do, the just the response rate is incredible. And so I'll give you some examples. Um, if you know, so we let's think about a, somebody who signs up to us direct. Let's say they've come to us from PR or you know digital activity, whatever. And then we contrast that with someone who's come to us from a super fund partnership, which is effectively where the super fund is saying, "Dear Jonathan, here's how you earn free super." Okay, I'm paraphrasing, but you get the gist. Sure. Um, the what we see is a conversion rate of up to twenty times. Wow, twenty times. And then we also see the user from the Superfund partnership tends to spend two and a half times as much as the direct user. Now, it's not that they're being profligate. It's not that they're spending money they don't have. It's simply that their Superfund has said, here's how you earn free super. And so they are, they've got it, you know, it's front of mind. that yeah. they, they channel their through us. Yeah. If you think about flybys, I mean, that's the... That, Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it. So what do you think has been the biggest learning you've had since you've been a business owner? Just say yes and figure everything else out later. That's a great piece of advice. I mean, just, you know, like if, if you wait for everything to be all perfectly aligned before you agree to do X marketing or Y business development. Yeah. You know, you, you just can't. Sometimes you just got to wing it and go, yeah, 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 we can do that. <laughs> and then go, uh, we need to have a little chat. <laughs> it's one of those things like I coach my clients and it's one of the hardest things we get through is go with the 80, 80% solution. And, you know, as you say, just say yes. It's, uh, yeah. well, it's uh, amazing what you can achieve. That's right. That's right. Well, and, you know, your comment about I, I I picked up, you know, when you started, you only had, only had 100, 100 partners on going. That's a hell, a hell of a lot for, for you know, to, to get started. Yeah, no, we did really well. Like we had, and, and it wasn't just, you know, when we launched any just sort of you know, Tom, Dick or Harry online retailer, We when we launched, we had uh, Woolies, we had the Iconic, we had Apple, we had eBay, like we had all these amazing brand names. So... And that for a you know a, a company that hadn't launched to market, it was quite remarkable. Quite remarkable. That's fabulous. Um, so tell me, when you think of the word successful, who comes to mind and why? Oh gosh, um, I think uh, so Richard Branson is is someone I would deem successful. I and just because I think he's the first entrepreneur I ever really identified as being an entrepreneur yeah. um, and he's such a had such an amazing journey with that um from a from a female success perspective um you know I look at I look at any I guess any female leader in their field who has been able to because you know to have conquered that market or that sector um, as, as a woman is, it tends to be harder than, than for men. Um, and usually they've had to juggle it whilst also raising a family. So I think, I think of people like, um, you know, for example, Serena Williams, I think of, um, 
you know, you know, high paying actors like Kate Blanchett, for example. I think of, um, you know, Melanie Perkins from from Canva, um, and so I think it's you know, it's people who've been able to stay the course, um, persist with what they've done, with what they've done. They've you know kept true to their vision um, whilst you know, dealing with life's other myriad responsibilities thrown at them. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm interviewing you, but yeah. But um, what I, I started the, the conversation before we started taking the first call, talking about an organization called Head Over Hills. And Head Over Hills is a, um, I'll get it wrong, and literally, it's, it's a, an organization that supports um, and promotes female entrepreneurs. Is that a, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, the last in the last eight of these interviews, I've interviewed probably six of you, mm-hmm. and I tell you what, for any listeners, go back and listen to um, the stories, as you say, juggling life, um, uh, of um, uh, and code of some of these female entrepreneurs. I'm not denigrating male entrepreneurs in English at all, but some of this, the successes of the of the women I've interviewed in the last uh, six or eight interviews are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, are you a reader or a listener? Of yeah. Is there anything you'd recommend? I am both. Um, I do love the podcast. Actually, I love two podcasts. Um, How I Built This. Yeah, Guy Raz. Yeah. Um, and I also love the podcast We Can Do Hard Things by Glennon Doyle. Okay, don't know that one. Very good. Um, and then in terms of books, um, I am. Uh, I'm reading Atomic Habits by James Cleary. Yeah, sorry, James Clear. Sorry, yeah, not Cleary. James Clear. And I'm listening uh, as an audiobook to Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. She's fabulous. Ah, my goodness. And she's, I, I think we're, I'm on chapter 10, and she's, I think we've just about covered all of the 87 emotions. Um, and you might say to me, well, why is a business book and and I think well you know no matter what we do which sector we're in if it's fintech or wards or super or whatever everyone who works and is in a team and builds a business is human right and so if you're going to be able to um, interact or manage or run you know lead a team of of people you need to have you know, a clear understanding of different emotions, and therefore, you know, what what is this emotion, and um, you know, how do how do we react to it, or how do we manage manage it? Yeah, no, she's um, she's quite extraordinary, and she's got this fabulous speaking voice. Oh, I listen to her all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm her podcast. One of her podcasts, first one, I think she, she did. Uh, so I've got a cold in my mind, so I'm, I've got an athlete, so I'm not the key. Um, uh, but go to look up the um, the the, sorry, the TEDx talk she did. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. Oh, on vul- vulnerability, yes, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. So my last question: any last parting uh, piece of advice or parting words for entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs out there? I would say, and knowing that this audience is a bunch of entrepreneurs, I would say, just do it. I think there's a lot of people who talk the talk, but even fewer walk the walk. And if you really believe in it, 
and it's, you know, you've done your market research and you've done your analysis and you've found your teams and, and so on, just do it. Make sure you, you know, minimize your risk as much as you can, um, but just go for it. Great piece of advice. And, you know, tipsy, we were talking about um, these interviews at the, before we start. Yeah, this this came from a challenge for my son on the beach on, on our in Fiji saying, Danny, don't listen, I don't listen to a two-hour podcast. And I came back and said, right, we'll do this. And it's like, um, you know, it, but it's probably been in, in uh, these interviews, the one of the, one of the uh, best things I've done in my business career because I, I, I love the conversation. Well, I was going to say, Jonathan, it's clear that you really enjoy the conversations. <laughs> I mean, they, they really are. So just do it. That's a great way to finish. To finish. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. And, and um, I was going to say, this is the 23rd of December. I really appreciate the fact that you know we're a day away from Christmas and you've taken the time. and taken the time. So a special thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. If you were hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on YouTube, Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you watch slash listen. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to admin at scaleupgrowth.co. Put be a guest in the subject line and tell me a little about yourself. If you want to gauge where your business growth potential is and identify where the biggest opportunities in your business lie or where the key needs that you need to concentrate on right now are, take our assessment where you will receive personalized advice for improvement. It's quick and free. Go to scaleupgrowth.scoreapp.com. If you would like to work with me one-to-one, I love coaching and get the best outcomes that way. Send me an email to jonathan at scaleupgrowth.co and put one-to-one in the heading. Tell me a bit about your business and let's see how we can apply a great strategy for your business. So that's it for this week. Tune in next time for more great learnings from a scaling entrepreneur.